Welcome to Manchester's Podcast. Thank you for joining wherever and however you're listening. The show that talks about anything and everything. Everything. And now, here's your host, Jason Manchester. Dude. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Can you hear me at all? Hey. Yeah, I got you, man. How you doing, man? You doing all right? Yeah. Technical difficulties tonight, man. Jesus Christ, you think I've never done this before. <laughs> Been there, man. Been turn on there. turn on the camera and uh lost it. I don't know. I'm not supposed to broadcast in 4K on here. And <laughs> it says I was broadcasting 4K and I'm not. It's like full HD. So what's going on? Haven't talked to you in a long time. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Uh, it's been too long. It's nice to nice to reconnect like this. Yeah. So um, a lot of a lot of things have been happening since last time we spoke on here. So a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Hey, I broke one out. I had one left. One soldier left, and I left him in the refrigerator. <laughs> what are you drinking on? What is that? <clears throat> it's a guilty pleasure that I'm not trying to disclose. Okay. All <laughs> it's right. a alcohol it's though a, a, yeah yeah it's a sparkling seltzer lemonade oh it's my okay. guilty pleasure man i hate yeah. to admit that i i drink it uh but it's delicious i can't i can't help myself i have Just not drank I, ha- I haven't done the seltzer thing I haven't done it. It, it's don't don't go down the rabbit hole man yeah. <clears throat> don't uh <laughs> Don't get into it because it's it's delicious. It's easy. Uh, it's almost guilt free. I mean, I sound like a walking ad, but yeah. uh, it's good stuff, man, for sure. Yeah, I, I've cut back on my drinking, man. I just every oh, now same and then. for sure. We oh. did uh, we did January dry, worked out five six days a week. I'm down twenty something pounds. Like I'm feeling awesome, feeling really good. good. And then that um, that's just kind of continued on, man. Like I I've found that I don't. I don't even really like crave it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I was just bored. Yeah. It's one of those <laughs> things. Bored just, last you gotta, year. I, uh, I had, so some guys came in town last week for work, mm-hmm. went out to dinner with them and, you know, a few glasses of wine here and there, but that's it. That's all I had. And that's all I need, you know, mm-hmm. but it was, yeah, I had to, I had to back it off a little bit. So yeah, you know, I did a podcast, uh, with, with uh i don't know it was two or three ago joe riggs mm-hmm. and you know he was here and so we did it in studio and um well how cool was that how well, nice was that it was it was good because there's nothing like having somebody you know I, I will say my 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 desk is like i think it's close to six feet so i was at one yeah. end and he was at the other so we did do that but um nice. It was good. And it's, that dude is chock full of antibodies. I mean, he went through. Yeah. He went through a rough go, man. I remember that show and I remember his story. Like, dude. Yeah, it was wild. a tough one. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he even talked about how he, you know, if he thinks if he would have had it back in March, the doctor told him that he probably wouldn't have survived. So it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. 13 days in the hospital, it's pretty bad. But yeah, uh, luckily he came through Not it. That, I mean, I've heard people are are catching different strains more than once, so it's always yeah. good to be to be safe. Better to be safe than thirteen days like yeah. fearing for your life. That's horrible. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I was down. I don't want to go through this story again, but I was down for like nine days. But um, I don't know. It's it was bad. But the having him in studio was cool. His whole family came down here. They spent the time with us, and it was great because I mean, having somebody like right here, it's a lot different. You mm-hmm. know, there's nothing wrong with doing it virtually. We're all used to it, but having it, yeah. you know, having somebody actually here talking to them, getting the you kind of feel a different vibe than you do you know, looking at somebody on a screen. So uh, oh, definitely man. nothing, nothing beats that in-person connection. It's magical. Yeah. He was, it's, it's he was my, special. he was my first and only in studio. <laughs> That's sweet. So yeah, Aww. it's, Hey, it's at a bad time, man. It's hard to get somebody in, in studio. So, but it was good That's trying to get true. my wife on here, but she, she won't do it. Yeah. Oh man, you just you need to lure her in with like we're gonna do a show on recipes, or like keep it in her wheelhouse and let her shine, man. I told her, man, and <clears throat> she wanted to do one. Uh, so we started one the other day, and then obviously mm-hmm. we couldn't finish. But she wanted to test it yeah. out before. She's talked on here a I couple times, you. but we haven't. I haven't posted it, so I told her I wouldn't. But I don't know. I'll get her on here one day. Maybe maybe, maybe that's for the uh, the exclusive behind the scenes Manchester Club pass. Uh, you get the the exclusive footage. Drop hey. that on everybody hey. fan club. I don't know. You know, hey, I, she she got a lot of ideas. She wants to do a lot of stuff. She wants to film her cooking that's and cool. stuff like that. So <clears> you <throat> know, I told her we can do it. It's it's tough sometimes when you have a little one running around the house. Sure. You know, so you got to have everything just right in order to do it. Cause I mean, you know, you don't just, you don't just film it and let it go. You got to make a big production out of it, you know? So That's right. <clears throat> having a, a, just over one year old running around, it's, it's a little difficult. It's chaos on wheels right there. <laughs> it is. And I'm going to tell you, she is a hundred miles an hour. She does not sit still. Yeah, she she won't sit still at the table. She doesn't like to sit still in a car seat. She's just she is a hundred miles an hour, which is good. It All keeps gas, us busy. No breaks. Yeah, yeah. So until it's time for her and I to take a nap or go to bed, she goes to bed. So, but anyway, enough about. So it'll have to be Manchester after dark. It'll have to be after bedtime. You sneak. Let's see. Sneak that's a, recording. I try to. That's when I have to do this a lot of times. Or if I do a solo podcast, it's got to be at like nine or ten o'clock at night. And I'm always mm-hmm. always have great ideas to talk about, and then I sit down at like ten thirty, and I just I get tired. And it's I'm gone. Like, oh, I can't. Yeah, you're exhausted. Yeah, so it's been a long day, and you're like, yeah. Turn the light off. Turn the camera <laughs> off. Go to bed. <laughs> start over again yeah. the next day. So, but anyway. So anyway, Fair. cheers because it's. Uh, cheers I know that you, we got man. a lot of things going on and. Oh yeah excited about it so big wins with that being said um also a lot of things have changed uh i mean this i know we talked about some gear and stuff like that but before we get into all that stuff we ended the last one talking about netflix so (laughs) yeah yeah so we have we have dove into some some good shows my question is, uh, this is a Netflix show. Well, I don't know. It might be on Netflix. I don't think it is. I know we talked about a movie, Sicario. Did you ever watch it? Oh, the second one. Was it the second one or the first one? Yeah, we, yeah, we were, <clears throat> we've, we've talked about the uh, we've talked about the second one, the what day of the Soledad. Yeah, uh, I've seen the first one. I, okay, and, but it it was that I. I saw it like so late. It was maybe like a year or two ago that I first saw the first one. And, and we've, yeah. we've gone back and forth and I think I'm swayed. I haven't still haven't watched the second one. 
Uh, yeah. But I think I just got to pull the trigger and, and watch. You got that. to, man. You got to watch that. But we did. So we watched. Um, I wanted. To, I didn't know if you'd watch it or not. So, but on on Netflix, we jumped into a show that I have been. I've passed over so many times, and I just couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger on it. And the wife and I were looking at it, and she goes, "Just, just push play. Let's watch the first." 10 minutes and if we can't stomach it we'll turn it off and that's shit's yeah. creek have you seen oh, that? okay have you seen that Dude, do you like do you like that no. type of stuff um yeah i do um i like the kind of off kilter kind of offbeat you know e- eclectic uh, situational comedy type stuff and I've, yeah. I've heard so many good things about shit's creek i want to say the wife has seen at least a, a handful of episodes like we've we've enjoyed the new girl i mean yeah. recently we've we've been going through my wife's first uh run through parks and rec so we've been okay. doing that just to like decompress at the end of the day uh but i haven't i haven't jumped on Shit's creek yet either man we I did like we couldn't turn it off we binge really? watched. how long did it, t- it didn't take us too long to watch it but it was one of those yeah. things where you get to the end and you just wish there was more it's it's really it's a funny show. You get into it, and it's one of those things. You you it's like you're living with them. You know, it's crazy. But mm-hmm. I never thought I would like it. I was I was a fan of um, what's his face uh, Dan. Uh, oh God, I can't think of his name now. Um, the lead guy in it. I don't know. I'll Levy? think about it in a minute. Yes, that Dan Levy. Yeah, yeah Eugene Levy's uh, Dan Levy. Yeah, so the dad from uh, American Pie, his yes, son, his real life son. yeah, and I didn't realize at first. I saw the the credits and I saw that Dan Levy was in it, and I was like, "Well, who the hell is that?" And is it his son? So I had to obviously IMDb it and found out yeah, yeah. that not only is he in it, but her, you know, his daughter's in it also. Eugene Levy's daughter's in I it. I did not know that. Yeah, she's she That's actually cool. yeah she works at the uh, if you do watch it she works at the restaurant. She's the owner, I think. But um, nice. great show, man. So if you get a chance, check it out. If you like some laughs, I liked I it. I, I thought it was pretty funny. So. I love laughs. Uh, so is it like, um, is it kind of along the lines of like New Girl or Modern Family or like It's Always Sunny? Like how irreverent, I guess, is it? Uh, I would say, I would say it's Modern Family-ish type. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's, I, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't watched, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think is what it is. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. I saw bits and pieces of stuff, but um, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's 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 funny how it starts off. Obviously, it it it's the whole you know, rich family loses everything, goes to nothing, mm-hmm. and then tries to build themselves back up thing. But it's just that whole process of it's like reverse Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yes, it's them trying to learn how to make things happen, and then the whole whole. You know, the whole, uh, the whole time they're all learning, you know, life lessons and bullshit like that. So, um, mm. I don't know. It's funny. I was, I was a big fan of it. I never thought I would like that show. I passed over it so many times, but it's definitely a good, a good watch. So that's cool. Um, I'll have to check, check it, it out. out. Yeah. It's funny. I think definitely. you'll like it. If you like to laugh, I, I laughed a lot during it, but, um, that's pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, what, uh, what else are you watching? I know you talked to me about some stuff before, but I hadn't watched none of the stuff you mentioned. There's some things that are like crazy good out there that everybody talks about, and I haven't watched any of it. There, we've got quite the list going of the like to watch list is yeah. getting kind of um, kind of aggressive, just because 
don't know. Work's been work's been on and popping, man. Like it's been super busy. So yep. a lot of times toward the end of the night, and then here's here's a new one that I didn't think me me and the wife would be really getting down on. But uh, we've been playing video games, which really? is okay. Uh, we're we're like pseudo closet nerds. We're not yeah, like yeah. broadcasting. Uh, I mean, we're we're nerdy enough as it is, but um, but no, we've been we've been plopping down on the couch, playing some video games, watching some Parks and Rec. But like that to watch list is getting pretty aggressive. Like Queen's Gambit is up there. We haven't watched Wandavision yet. We started um, that. We've been waiting. Yeah, we started. Um, that. Well, I heard like I heard that if you're not entirely familiar with either like the the MCU or like the whole premise yeah. the first two episodes are going to throw you and yeah. then by the third one you're kind of like oh, okay i got it and i'm sorry right. and so yeah and that's about that where is, we are right now with it yeah part part of that too is like look at the way our culture has changed like we're a binge culture yeah. like growing up you had to wait or, or like you know for a lot of shows that are out there like when mandalorian came out or you know anything else we're really into american horror story you had to wait week to week to like mm-hmm. watch the whole thing. Whereas yeah. it's so acceptable now to blow an entire weekend, just running through the show. I mean, that's what we're doing with parks and rec and that like 20 minutes an episode. It's easy for us to like knock out six, eight episodes a night, no problem in a couple hours. So I think that's one thing that we're excited about waiting for WandaVision because we can probably just sit down one day and buy right. just blast through it and kick back. So that's definitely on the to watch list. Queens Gambit. I want to watch that um, we too. finished up. What? what was the other one we finished up? His Dark Materials we watched. That was pretty good. That was really good. A couple seasons of that. Um, and then I'm way behind on movies. I feel like movies yeah. have taken uh, this like wild, quiet backseat. Like the last big thing I really remember being advertised was um, Tenet um, from Christopher Nolan. And I yeah. haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. That's on the two watch list. So <clears> oh, yeah. I've seen I that. Know, TV's taken over. I saw, was it good? Yeah. 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 yeah I like a mind twister yeah i like that a lot um i like those types of movies though <clears throat> you know i like oh, those yeah. yeah i like the ones that you go yeah i figured it out and the next thing you know it's completely different than what you you know yeah. the way you thought it was going but what i wanted did, to did ask you, did we talk about knives out <clears throat> that's the last know. one i remember going like you think it's going one way and like that was an expertly done and i think it was a netflix original if i remember correctly but knives out was fantastically done and if you want to dive into like some really cool production techniques and the just the way that they did things from just yeah. lighting and grip to some special effects like phenomenal masterclass in like modern day storytelling that yeah. was really really good that's the last like fantastic movie that i've watched was knives out yeah, I was just talking to somebody last night about that, <clears throat> about how, you know, when you when you do these types of things, you, you tend to find yourself watching a movie. I think you and I have talked about it, too, a little bit. You, you tend to watch certain things in the movie and you miss certain things because you're paying attention to other stuff that you normally wouldn't pay attention to, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, too critical. Paying too much attention. Yeah. <laughs> wondering how it's done. Yeah. Um, what I was going to ask you was, so you, you talking about streaming, how we're kind of a, we're a streaming culture. I mean, that's binging and all that stuff. And what do you think about movie theaters, man? You think they're going to, you think they're going to do away with them? You think they're going to go away? I hope not. I truly, I truly hope not. That's how I feel. That is, man, there is something so 
magical about going into a giant darkened room with a bunch of strangers yeah. and sharing an experience together, going on like an emotional joyride. And that's what, yeah. I mean, cinema provides for people. And if we, we lose that, I mean, we're disconnected enough as it is, but you, you yeah. pull that out of the equation. Like that's such an important piece of Americana and like our, our culture. And now we're not the only place obviously that has movie theaters, but like it, that's such a special experience and, and so nostalgic for me growing up mm. and then, you know, treating my kids to it. I remember taking them to go see, you know, Avengers when they were little and yeah. I, we can't, we can't let it die, man. <clears throat> for a long uh, time, my dream when I was a kid was to uh, own an old school movie theater. Like that's how I wanted to retire. Yeah, yeah. And I still like, I love the idea of that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. I wanted the majestic. I wanted to like just open up a one or two screen little boutique place. And there's not really uh, room for the little guy in that industry. I mean, there's just, uh, you have to, everywhere, but. you'd have to be different. You had to set yourself, you know, apart from a regular movie yeah. theater. You had to bring, you had to bring something to the game that people would want to go there. Um, <clears throat> whatever that may be. But uh, yeah, I mean like the movie theater. So we have two within about, I don't know, three or four miles of us. One of them has a, um, you can drink at the, at the movie theater. So they have a bar you can drink, but then they also have a special room. It's a smaller viewing room that has its own bar by itself. And it holds like probably, I don't know, 25 people probably. So that's pretty cool, cool. but it's closed. And I think I saw some people at the other one that's right across the street from it, but we always talk about it. And I, and I feel the same way you do is, you know, I remember growing up going to walking to the movies, you know, where, where my house was, we could walk to the movies and be there in 15 minutes, you know, and, and that's where I started. Uh, I watched Star Wars for the first time. I watched Empire Strikes Back. I, I mean, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back, but you know, uh, all those movies and you get to go see it on the big screen. And like you said, there's a, there's just something magical about watching it that way instead of watching it on mm-hmm. a, 65 inch TV in your living room, which is nice because you don't have anybody around you, but it's also, it's just the, it's taking your kids to the movies. It's buying some popcorn, even though it's $15, you know, the last time <laughs> that's, where all the money's made, know, that's what worries <laughs> me is, are they going to outprice themselves too? Because they're going to, it seems like they're gonna have to do something to make it up. But anyway, nonetheless, like the last time we went, it cost us, I think it's 60 bucks or something like that somewhere around there for three people. But it's almost like you don't even think about it, you know, cause like you're paying for an experience. That's what it is, you know? And I, and just like you, I took him, I took, uh, we took Christopher to see, uh, uh, the Avengers, um, and two of those movies and I don't know, a couple other ones, but it's just, it's the whole, it's just the whole process, getting ready, getting your tickets, you know, going in there, sitting, eating half your popcorn for the movie comes on, you know, while it's going through all the credits That's and all me. that, you know, so, That's me all, all you know, day, luckily man. we have, uh, it's unlimited popcorn when you buy it. So you can't complain yeah, about yeah. the price, but you know, and yeah. as the movie starts, you always say, Hey, can you go get some more popcorn? It's like, well, shit, I can't go now. It's the beginning of the movie. I got to watch it. Exactly. So five but, minutes in, I got to pee. Will you take know, me to the bathroom? Yeah. So I hope it doesn't die. I hope it, I hope it, stays around have you ever that been was a to place to be man friday nights uh, you kidding me you go to the mall you walk around you get hot dog on a stick and then you you go to the movies with your friends and like that that's part of the hangout that's part of like what there was to do and i grew up in a fairly 
uh, what I would consider a reasonably small town considering living in Southern California, like growing up in the high desert, which like, I you grew were- up in a town of like 77,000, um, not, you know, millions of people. So in Minnesota, that though, was like, right? that was our thing. No, no, no. no. In, in Southern California. Yeah. That side of the family's from Minnesota. Oh, so I thought we you road were- trip back there all the time. Okay. But no, no, I grew up, grew up in Southern California, born in Vegas. And then when I was three, we moved to, uh, to California and lived yeah. like outside of Sacramento for a hot minute, but pretty much grew up in, in Southern California and okay. road tripped all the time back <clears throat> uh, across the U S to visit family. But like the, the main things for us to do on, you know, a Friday or Saturday night, it was right. go to the mall and walk around, uh, hang out in, you know, like Spencer's gifts and look mm. at goofy stuff or hot yeah. topic, um, <laughs> and then go to the yeah. movies or bowling. That was pretty much that's it. Or go out in the middle of the desert and uh, have a bonfire and a couple of you know nineteen year old beers. I think but that's that what it, I think that's that what everybody that's every teenager's thing to do. And probably up up until like I don't know mid twenties because about that time you're hoping yeah. to graduate college and move on to yeah. doing real things. But, um, yeah, I mean, we did the same thing. That's what we did. We were walking to the theater or, you know, we were driving out in the middle of nowhere here. It's, it's more like farmland. So you go off and you in the middle of nowhere and cow tipping. Have I asked you that before? I have done it. Yes. (laughs) Nice. But but I'm not talking about last week. I'm talking about, no, 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 no. no. I quit doing that (laughs) quite a while ago. It is. I'm going to tell you that is, have you done it? No, I have not. I feel yes, like I have done it. I, I'm like, it's I got nothing that, to that. do with, it's got nothing to do with being from the South. It's got nothing to do with I that. I need it in my life. Well, I'm going to, I wouldn't do it now. I would, I would point you in the right direction, but I would, I would <laughs> neglect to go with you. I'd just say, I'm just text me and let me know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, um, I, I would be, I would be kind. I would be gentle about it. I'd put, you like, can't you be know, gentle about it. Pillows and stuff. Yeah. Well, I put like a little, you know, like a foam pad. So you're just like laying them down. A big, nice, big California you know, King out there. Anybody, yeah. But I do. Yeah. I do want to tip his ass over. Well, what's sure. cool now is I you could actually video the thing, you know? So oh, what you could make it yeah. look like cinematic. I don't know that I want a record. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> I don't know one. if I want a record of that. Yeah. It's like, uh, you just got to keep that. You gotta, you gotta take that to the grave. <laughs> that is uh so, yeah. So, uh, what happened was we were, uh, we were driving down this, it's the same road. It, nothing has changed on this road either. And it's really not far from town, but there's a, <clears throat> it's big farmland. Um, it's weird. Like it's just, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's actually close to town. It sounds weird, but so there's this, this old road that we would take to go to our friend's house. Um, it's, it's called Isla Hope is what it's called. And we, we, he lived on an Island and we were coming home from what they call the cliffs. Now it's just massive, super expensive homes. But back then they were building it up and it was nothing, but it was a cliff that was out by the river and we'd go out there and we'd party all night and, you know, drink and <clears throat> do everything teenagers do. And then we were coming back one night and we we're like, you know what? Why don't we cow tip? Why don't we do some cow tipping tonight? And it just so happens when we were talking about it, we were driving by the field and we saw him and we we're just, we told us that, look, pull over, let's do it. It's happening. It is let's happening <clears throat> tonight. So, you know, I mean, off we go, we jump the fence and we go over there and we find the cow and, 
Um, just so happens there was a massive bull in the field. Yeah, you can see. Who doesn't take kindly to his cows being tipped over? uh, He wasn't happy because it was a full moon that night, and you could see really good. That's another reason we stopped. So the only reason we knew it was a bull is because you saw the silhouette of it when it, yeah. And that's a shit your pants moment. It is. Well, you're just out having some fun, and then you see that. Yeah. So I will say that the guy did get, did attempt to tip the cow and did not get it all the way over but oh it was fun it's just one of those technique things. as i understand it, it. it's not the easiest t- thing to just walk it's up not. and do it like it's you know cows are kind of heavy and, and, and large they're so heavy and you don't realize how big they are unless you've been next to one. Oh yeah, yeah. i mean they're they are massive oh, very big and yeah. i mean it's nothing but meat that's all it is it's one big like one big muscle almost, you know, one and, big, uh, delicious friend. you know, speaking of that, if you ever come to Savannah, there's a place downtown we ate at, <clears throat> um, oh man, the steak. Fantastic. I don't eat meat. I don't eat much red meat at all anymore, but when I do, man, it's good. You make it count. It was super good. It was like the old 96er. You know, it was massive. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. We're going out tomorrow night. So there's a local. We're going out to uh, to dinner with my parents. Tomorrow is uh, wife's birthday. Oh, okay. So she wanted to, to go out to eat. And there's this local, um, this little local steakhouse up uh, back where I grew up. And like 35-minute drive from where we are now. And uh, they have some crazy good steaks. I mean, it's nothing like yeah. You know, it's not uh, Ruth, Chris, or Lowry's. But they have a great, yeah. like meat supplier and dude some beastly beastly portions that we'll chop up into salad for the next day and try and backtrack from how bad it's going to be tomorrow night you mentioned lowry's it isn't is that a am i mistaken or is, is that a place in minneapolis they're all over. It's a chain, kind of like Ruth's Chris okay. or Morton's I think it is. or Fleming's or yeah. places that also double uh, as a, uh, you know, spice and herb conglomerate. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. Morton's. Yeah, I know the spice. I just I remember. I can't remember what yeah. it's called. I, for some reason, I think it was that. But uh, last time I went to the X Games, last two times I went in Minneapolis, it was the guys are always trying to get me to take them there, and I just know it was an well, expensive. Of course, you're paying. Yeah, I was like, nah, well, we'll stop. We'll stay clear of that. I don't mind spending some money yeah. on you, but we're gonna, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need a five hundred dollar plate for each person, so we'll exactly. we'll walk down the street a little bit. Exactly. But um, yeah, we've, yeah. we've splurged a couple of times uh, at a at a good like we we've gone to Ruth's Chris and they're they're pretty rock solid every time. But yeah. you're spending eighty to a hundred a plate easy. Yeah, we have one here downtown, <clears throat> um, downtown Savannah. I've actually I I don't think I have ever ate at a Ruth's Chris. You know we. Well, for us, at one time, Ruth Chris was off the table. You weren't allowed to go there um, and expense it. At least that's what they told us. I'm sure they. I'm sure they still frown on a lot of those yeah. kind of higher end establishments for sure. Yeah, especially now. For sure. But um, no, yeah, yeah, the steak was steak we had was fantastic, and um, I don't know. A lot of people won't agree with me, but since I've stopped eating it and I go back and I eat it every now and then, it just tastes better to me. Oh yeah, of course. I'll agree with that. And I, I have steak probably at least twice a month. 
Yeah. We, we used to do steak Sundays. This is when I was putting on my COVID weight, um, yeah. where every single Sunday we would do some steaks and we, we wouldn't be like crazy extravagant, but, um, our, our local grocery store, Stater Brothers is pretty, um, pretty popular on the West coast and they've got a fantastic meat department. Um, yeah. you can, if you look hard enough, I think you can find a couple things that are, are prime Costco obviously is great for, if you want uh, you know, a prime selection, but Dude, they've got some thick boy New Yorks, and yeah. we we like cooking up a porterhouse because it's got the little fillet piece on there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, we we enjoy it, but I'm willing to bet if you same with kind of with drinking too. Like we took yeah. January off, mm-hmm. and I've noticed that I'd prefer to drink something. Uh, and I say this as I'm drinking a seltzer, but yeah. like I'm a bourbon guy, so I would rather drink less amounts of better quality than mm-hmm. drink a lot of, you know, daily driver stuff. And I'm finding yeah. the, those tastes are changing and that break is what helps get you there and, and really appreciate something. Yeah, that I, should know, be I know with the drinking, just to, just to circle back for a second, when Joe and I was yeah. here doing our, mm. we, uh, my idea was I poured, we had, we'd had a little bit before then. And I had a bottle yeah. of proper 12 and he had a brand new bottle that he, he brought to me. It was a, a new bottle of rum. I can't remember the name of it, but I, I told him, I was like, look, don't lie. It, this was, <laughs> look, man, this, I'm going to tell you that was, I don't, I'm not a rum drinker, especially yeah, not yeah. straight, but that stuff yeah. was phenomenal. <clears throat> now I don't know if it was really? that we finished the bottle of proper 12 before that, before we started hitting it. But I told him, I said, look, I poured a little glass of just a little glass and I was like, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm just taking a little drink. He goes, no, you got to bring the bottle in there. I was like, no, nah, I think that's a bad idea. <clears throat> he said, no, bring the bottle. So there we go. We take the bottle in there and, and it's gone after about an hour. I mean, we, we did a three hour podcast, you know, <clears throat> so we killed that. And then he says it was my idea to go back and get the rum. And then we took the rum and we finished that whole <laughs> bottle. So by the end of the podcast, dude. Well, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. Like, did you do a podcast the next day? Uh, this was at uh, what time did we start? We did it. We started at ten, ten or eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, (laughs) we started okay. Then it kind of went off the rails. And then we reeled it yeah. back in. There was some editing to that podcast, by the way. Of course. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm I sure mean, you recorded for over three hours. It's a 20-minute podcast. Yeah, there was <laughs> there was some things when I told us, hey, man, it's live, just in case you don't know it. And I said, but if you listen to it, yeah. it's, it's edited. <laughs> so, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things I don't. I Normally, I don't edit the podcast. That one, I had to. So yeah, Sometimes you see the you know, you give it a little up. You got to pop well, it just a, just no. a smidge. Yeah. Yeah. I think I took, uh, I think I took say three hours and I think it was about a two hour ended up. I probably took a good hour or so out of it. A couple of conversations that we could, we left alone, you know, Fair. So, um, those, those go into the exclusive Manchester club. That, archives. that is if we ever get out of the cancel culture and everybody getting their feelings hurt when oh, people say yeah. anything, that will that's, be I, I get it, man. We can release that. That's, that's in the archive. That's one of those things they go, Hey, this is a never released uh podcast. You know, I could turn one hour yeah. into a regular podcast. But anyway. That is a time capsule bit yes, for sure. It was good though. And that's that's wild. Not to not to go down that rabbit hole, but it is it is kind of wild, man. And there's no 
I, I, I would say there, there aren't many people who are kind of lukewarm and level headed or, or at least kind mm-hmm. of open to um, trying to see both ways. There's a lot of passion, a lot of fire, yeah. either direction of people who, uh, who are overly passionate and the, <clears throat> there's good points really on, on either side, but that's a very unpopular position to take yeah. because it is moderate and, it, and on such a hot button topic, like just, cancel culture and, and whatever else would have you and just emotions and feelings. It, yeah. It's really easy for people to jump into being or feeling um, very like internalizing it very, very personally. So it's difficult to have an objective conversation, no matter if you're, you know, relatively moderate on it. Like I would yeah. consider myself trying to remain open to logic and common sense and yet still be respectful of people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a tough one, man. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a time capsule piece. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, and I I consider myself down the middle. I'm I lean right, but I also leave myself open to listen to what the left has to say. <clears throat> not you the far left. I don't. Yeah, I don't listen to the far oh, left. Yeah. Don't care about it, and I don't listen to the far right. Don't care about that. So I, I try to stay in the middle. <clears throat> I've always been. I've, I grew up in a family that taught you to be open to everything, and not discriminate. And, you know, so when I grew up, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I had a lot of friends there from all over the place. Um, and it's just how, and that's how we, you know, that's how we uh, raise our family. And it's like you said, it's tough to, to have that conversation. I don't mind having it, but that's why I don't have it is because there's so many people that can't listen to what you have to say about it without wanting to, you know, either, just bring the hate, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, cause if you don't believe what they say, or if you don't side with them, all of a sudden you're the asshole, you know, and right. <clears throat> that's, it shouldn't be that way. And that's, what's wrong with the country today is that there's so many people that just don't want to hear, like you said, don't want to hear what you got to say. It's, you got to be this way. And then the cancel culture thing. I don't want to get into that. I just, <clears throat> it's very polarizing, um, man, for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's cheesy, but it's like, can we, can we get along? Like, can we? Well, yeah. Be friends. Yeah. There's people digging up. Sound, like, just be kind to one another. Yeah, people are digging up. You know, 10, 15, 20, 25. Look, now if it's something that's that yeah. needs to be dug up, I understand. But you sure. know, come on, Doctor Seuss. And there, there, there are cultural shifts throughout uh, various generations. Like some of the yeah. shit we said growing up, like in jest to one another, like blows people away like the like the the stuff that each generation thought was normal or like even pseudo normal growing up or you didn't do things with ill intent um now in the context of today it's very different and it's it's interpreted very differently so it's a dangerous dangerous game to like you know unearth you know 20 30 year old you know books or tweets or you know whatever not that twitter goes back and forth you get what Man, it's wild, I couldn't man. imagine having so Twitter. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that. Okay, so that's why that's why we had to cut out an hour of. That show, I got gotcha. you. You know. It's so the anyway, capsule piece. Yeah, it it's is, and I mean, it's all fun. Yeah. It was all fun and games, and we had a good time, and it was great. But that's why I do not talk politics and religion with most people. So that's fair, man. Because not. Any two people believe exactly the same thing. And, and you shouldn't because we would have a boring world if everybody thought exactly the same. It'd be terrible. Variety is the spice of life, baby. That's the way it should be. 
I mean, look, I'm married to a woman from Honduras. She's Catholic. I was raised Baptist. You know, I mean, that's about as far apart as you could get when it comes to that type of stuff. And we have different beliefs. You know, we believe different and whatever. Anyway, yeah, tech talk. You know, got some, apologies for the. Uh, we all got a party out there or something. <laughs> Everybody no coming idea. to your house tonight, dude. Okay, on a on a side note though, last night I was outside and um, I was I was doing some barbecuing. This is amazing. I apologize to no, you, that's good. your listeners and yourself. I, I hid out in the garage, of oh. course, which is not soundproof. Uh, there we go, perfect, dude. I was grilling last night. Now it is the beginning of March mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. And I was outside last night grilling and massive explosions were going off. Like one street over, huge commercial grade fireworks were going off. Really? And I'm going, what the hell? So, Dude, scared the shit out of me. And I am one of the jumpiest people you'll meet. It is exceeding. And this is like my wife. My wife loves to exploit this about me. And bless her heart. I startle so easily. Now, I love horror movies. I love like all that stuff that is like thrilling and scary. I love um, Not Scary Farm and Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights, like all that shit. Love it, dude. All All day, let's go. (laughs) However, I jump very easily. So unfortunately, that makes me look like a little bitch. And my (laughs) wife will take advantage of that. So like downstairs in our guest bathroom, like we'll be in between meetings or whatever. And I'll go to the bathroom. When I come out, she'll just jump out. Ah! And I'll, dude, I'll crumple the floor like just the, the biggest wuss. So I'm in the back trying to barbecue and these fireworks are going off for whatever reason. It's March. I don't know. Uh, we're still, what, at least a couple of weeks away from St. Patrick's Day, which oh, yeah. is not a firework heavy holiday. It is definitely not. I, uh, if I recall. Uh, and just for, for like 20 minutes, just these huge ass fireworks were going off. And then my wife's just in the house watching me through the back door, just like flinching, <laughs> trying not to lose the meat. It's the off big ones. Like the, yeah. Dude, it, they were massive, huge, yeah. and just going off right above our neighborhood. Like, all right, cool, man. It's uh, Tuesday night. Why not? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I don't. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, St. Patrick's Day is alcohol driven. So now there may be fireworks after you know so many hours, but digestive fireworks, oh, man. For sure. and you know, so they canceled that here. They canceled it back in January. People are still going to go down there. It's not going to be as big because they're not having the parade, but mm. it's still going to be pretty big. Damn, you guys so, have a parade? That's legit. Do we have we one? Really we have, have like the second stuff. largest parade in the country. Second what? second largest St. Patrick's Day in the country, yeah. No yeah, we have over a million Boston? people roll through here, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. How did I not know this? I don't um, know. You're probably like the only person in the United Patrick. States that doesn't know it. This is... Damn, dude, I, I gotta, I gotta step my game up. I gotta do more research. That is, dude, I, I, I mean, obviously I grew up with it, but it is mm-hmm. Savannah is the place to be other than like Boston and Chicago, you know, somewhere like that. But it is, yeah, yeah. it's massive. Yeah. I mean that you can't, when you go down to river street and stuff, I mean, you cannot walk. There is, I mean, no exaggeration. It's literally when people say you're shoulder to shoulder, it's like less yeah. than that. And it's, on the whole length of, of River Street, which is probably, I don't know, Dude. a mile long maybe. Maybe not even a mile long. And it's not even it, it, wide. It's like, um, I don't know, 40 yards wide maybe. 
So it's not big. It's, it's not a big road. Damn. And then you have Bay Street up top, which is absolutely packed full of people too. So every night of the week, depending on when it falls, yeah, if it falls in the middle of the week towards the end of the week, it's an all-week celebration. Yeah, so the last two years has been canceled. Now they will, there will be people down there this year, but you think of the people. There's actually a place that has been in business for, God, I don't know, thirty plus years that's going out of business this year because of that. Mm. Because they, you know, a lot of those places pay their business for you know for a year and probably more than that just based off of that one week. That's like their Black Friday, man. It is, man. That's, you know, that that heavy, I- insane tourism where mm-hmm. you can, you know, yeah. probably crank the price up a smidge and then you're just making it on insane volumes of goods being sold and services and what have you. Yeah. Damn, man. That's that's rough, dude. And that's such a shame, too, because there, there are so many establishments like that that have such a deep, rich history, like all over the U.S. You, you go to any town and mm-hmm. there's like a, a beloved small business or independent business that has just suffered yeah. and it is probably unfortunately going out of business, which is a shame. Well, this past year, so a lot what of people that look did. like 10 years from now. Yeah. I don't know. I can tell you this. The, the Walmart, Amazon, Bourbon street parade. There's uh, no, there's no there, independent mom the, and pop anymore. There's a lot of people that have been posting about it on Facebook. That's going to be down there. So I got a, strong feeling that it may not hit the big mark, but they're going to be, I'd be willing to bet there'll probably be hundreds of thousands of people throughout the week down there. So, and at that size, you can't just arrest everybody. No, see, I mean, I've been going, I was, I started going down there by myself, well with friends, but I was probably Mm -hmm. in the 15 to 16 age, somewhere around there. And back then it was just a free for all. You just went down there. Nobody cared. Nobody, it was like, okay, so you're down here. You're safe for now because you're not driving hopefully, but everybody's down here. And obviously there's not enough cops, but back then you could walk up. So they have a lot of these restaurants on, on river street had windows and stuff, obviously in, in the, but in the, in the restaurant, but, or the bar, but it was like close to street, like, down to the street road. It wasn't like, you know, big tall windows and they would open those up and they'd put the kegs in the windows and they'd have somebody out there manning the kegs. And so you just, you could just walk by at any given time, just walk by and they go. And so they give you these big giant cups, you know, big giant like mugs. So you buy one. It was like, I can't remember what it was back then. It was probably about five bucks or so. And then you go by and, they go, give me a dollar and they fill it up and you have a big mug full of beer and yep. you just, you just walk and you start to get low. Like hey, yeah. Hey, I'm going to get me a beer. And you'd walk up, find you a line, you get in it and you just wait and they would fill it up and you pay them a dollar, $2, whatever it was. And you're golden mm-hmm. for at least however long it takes you to drink it. But then they changed it to where you had to pay to get down there. And it mm-hmm. kind of killed it a little bit. Not too much, but a lot of people are, you know, screw it. I'm not going to pay to get down there and then have to pay for everything. So then they took that away and then they opened it back up again. And, but they stopped serving it outside of the buildings. You had, you had to go inside Mm -hmm. to get it, which was tough, but everybody dealt with it and it continued to grow and grow and grow. And I mean, it's, it's insane. If you, if you like to party, 
if you like a lot of people, you need to come experience it at least once. I enjoy a good party. Big crowds weird me out, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I used to not I care. I, I do now. I don't myself to have any phobias, but yeah. Um, yeah, and even even before, like I get uh, just a little little bit of low grade anxiety being around like in just a big herd yeah. of people, but there's something very cool and, and fun about it. Like, go, you know, walking the strip in Vegas or like Fremont street or mm-hmm. something like that, or like yeah. I've been to bourbon street like that, that stuff is so fun and so cool. Like you gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah. You know, and hopefully that's something that, you know, as we move forward through this madness and that, I think that's part of it too, is yeah. we're in this kind of like this very touch and go moment through the pandemic where, yeah. you know, um, people are being immunized, but not everybody people have had it, but not everybody. And then some people care very deeply and some people don't give a shit. So we're in this like weird, perfect storm of interesting circumstances where there's not one clear cut anything right now. Like you, you, you're in a room with 10 people, maybe uh, a few of them have had it and they feel fine. Like, all right, I got antibodies. I've had it. And maybe another one or two are like, yeah, I got immunized. Good to go. And then another couple of people don't give a shit and they're yeah. like, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, and then some people are like, ah, you know, super conservative. Like we still have all, like we've covered that whole gamut right now. And we're, we're kind of sitting in that for a little while longer before there's like a clear resolution. Well, the I'm States right now, the yeah, and and the states are there are states actually now going. I'm opening up. Screw it. No mask yeah. mandate. No nothing. So we got a notice about the kids going back to school on on hybrid hybrid schedule. At least my um, my sixth grader. He's they're they're talking at the end of the month. He'll go in um, Tuesday through Friday, half days. Monday at home, full virtual. And you know, yeah, that's but why not just let them go back to school? I mean, if they're going already, why not just give it to them? Let them have it. I mean, you're going to ask. Our the kids logic went the whole California, year. Yeah. Places. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, won't be long. Everybody will be in Texas. So yeah, I know shit. I know. Texas is the largest uh, importer of Californians, followed by maybe Arizona and Colorado right now. Like, That's Texas crazy. How many people pick Texas to go? I mean, the Texas people aren't that happy about it either. You no, know? they're not. They're and worried. I, my heart goes out to them. Like, yeah, they're I'm worried sorry, that they're going to bring all the. All the, you know, the liberal crap, you yeah. know, not the liberals bad, but it's some of those people are way out there. And look, I have cousins that live in sure. California, so um, I don't know. It's it's a touchy situation, but South Carolina is touchy, whether, yeah. whether good or bad, it's, it's rough. Yeah. So South Carolina went, um, they opened up supposedly Monday and then Texas has also done it. And I think I heard Mississippi and Florida's just been doing their own thing forever. So. Yep. <laughs> Insert yeah. whatever Florida joke yeah, you want there. I know. Sure. They've just been like, it's all yeah. good, man. Um, I don't know about the rest of it. See, I think there's going to, you can start to see states eventually do that. You know, I think so. I think everybody's going to start to open up and hopefully we will. It would be nice to be able to travel with no restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be very yeah, dude, nice. We need to get out west. I mean, that that I'm ready, man. Those we, we need to have some fun. We need to 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 bring you out and uh, have you bring some of that southern hospitality out this way. And I'm we'll, ready we'll to go. Just yeah, I'm ready to go for. <laughs> obviously, it'll be work, but it'll be not yeah. a meeting. You know, last time I was there, well, let's see. I think it was the only time I was there. The only time I was in California. 
Yeah, it was the meeting. It was like 12 years ago. Yeah. Damn. And I don't know. I wasn't wasn't super excited about it. <clears throat> it was not what I thought it would be. But we have some cool times. But I just I want to be able to go out there and, and see some things too, you know. So Exactly. Um I know I don't think there's a whole lot in Corona though, is there? Which is kind of crazy I mean, that they're in Corona and fighting. Yeah, Corona's an interesting city, man, because it's it's kind of near a bunch of other stuff yeah. to do. Like Corona's kind of one of those uh, it, it's a city you work in and maybe you, maybe you live in, but it's not a place that uh, off the top of your head, you're like, Oh yeah, there's a, so much to do there. Like there's plenty going on just around. And that's kind of the cool thing about Southern California is you can hop on the freeway for half an hour, hour. And like, you could, you could go early in the morning, go surf. And in the afternoon you could be snowboarding. Like yeah. everything is relatively cool. close. Yeah. California traffic aside. <laughs> Yeah. everything is close enough to where you can pretty much do whatever, whatever you want to do. Tons of beach cities. And of course you've got the greater LA area. Like there, there are plenty of things. Corona itself is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty amazing for some businesses. There are some cool businesses that, that have some headquarters and, you know, satellite offices in Corona. You've got Fender, the guitar manufacturer, you've got Kawasaki pro circuit there, uh, you know, us obviously. Um, and there's a lot of cool stuff, but it's not really like, Oh yeah, let's go hit a night on the town Yeah, in Corona. <laughs> Not, maybe not so much. Like, so, and you're how far? You how far are you from there? So I'm only uh, I'm I'm like 17 miles north of Corona now, okay. Rancho Cucamonga, and we've I've that, heard of that's that. a cool spot too. Kind of yeah. Palm Springs vibe. Okay. Um, still fairly, um, not entirely metropolitan, but still plenty plenty to do. We got some really nice malls. Yeah. <laughs> go hang out in the mall. There's be a, 15 again. Yeah. Hang out, exactly. You know, smoke exactly. some cigarettes. There's a really nice outdoor mall, not not far. Exactly. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go pay that adult to go get us some yeah, cigarettes and some yeah. fun life. What let's kind go. you want? Can you give me some? Yeah. Can you give me some marble reds? Yeah. Yeah. Some cowboy killers. Oh, these days. Let me let me get those. Let me get the like, nowadays. When like, can I get those crush? I want to pop a little ball and and have a. I don't even know at the end. Yeah, I I have no clue what. I know Marlboro and the Reds and Winston's. And I smoked for ten years. My dad smoked and I'm Winston's. Glad I don't anymore. Winston and Winston Winston's there Lights. You go. That sounds cool. Well, I mean, some, he was back in the day. There weren't a whole lot of lot of cigarettes back then. You had like those you Chesterfield, had the, Lucky Strike, Winston, Marlboro, Pall Mall. Those, that, yeah, the real heavy ones. Those were. <laughs> yeah, I understand yeah, that yeah. those were like pretty heavy and tar. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, not too good. That's back when they had like it was like Budweiser, uh, Miller High Life, and then they had Pabst. Basically, what you had to drink. You didn't have a whole lot to choose from, you know. So yeah. that was the good stuff. But um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. We want to come out there. We as a family, we wanted to go to Oregon, but I think we've scratched that off the list now. Just it seems like they have gone off the deep end as well. And, um, well, I think they said they legalized like, or did something. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it's like, you can go, you can go to the corner corner store and, and get uh, crack or whatever. I don't know. Whatever you want. You know, but like, I feel like, Hey, they're, they're doing their thing, man. As long as they're not hurting anybody, they're probably fine. But yeah, we've always wanted to go to Oregon or, or like Northern California or some shit like that. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But she wants to go there. We talked about it. We looked at some places to go. We were supposed to go to Honduras. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, late May, because that's when 
Christopher gets out of school, we were supposed to go. Uh, that's where she's from, obviously. Um, said that earlier, but they are pretty high on the COVID list as far as danger wise. Uh. So, um, I mean, the hospitals aren't great over there. You know, it's not like it is over here. So it's a struggle. Yeah. And so I've been kind of researching and keeping up with it. And I checked the other day and I told her, I said, yeah, we can't, I'm not going, I'm not going to risk it. Um, so, but, and, and there's a lot of places we want to go that they won't even allow us in there. They won't allow Americans in there, you know? So, um, and if you do, you have to quarantine. So mm-hmm. I don't want to go to Europe and have to quarantine for 14 days when I'm only going to be there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. or a week and a half. So, exactly. I mean, I'll be forced to stay longer than I want to, but um, I don't know. So, you know, we talked about the West Coast somewhere like that, or or something. We're going to the mountains. Um, you know, talking about possibly Key West or something like that. So, I don't know. That'd be cool. Florida's, you know, hey, Florida's wide open, man. Dude, I've been to Florida once, and I would love to go to the Keys. I would love to explore more. I mean, I was out there for yeah. that, that huge meeting a few years ago. So it's like, yeah. I, I flew into Tampa and then worked and traveled around a bit and then went right into Orlando and that's cool. And it was yeah. awesome. But I mean, like anywhere else you want to get out of the big city, you want to explore, you want to see other things. Yeah, exactly. Um, that would be, that would be what I would want to do. Florida looks, everything looks alike in Florida. Everything looks the same. Everything's built the same. Everything has the same color buildings are built exactly you know has it's just it all has the same look but we're talking about going to uh, universal uh now in oh, yeah. cool yeah so he's got spring break um that we talked about possibly going down there but we'll see we'll see how that goes i don't know but hey how about how about okay before we get too long-winded on this crazy stuff all the fun stuff yeah um <laughs> This, so, is good, this is how you know how far into it we are. Yeah. What are you What are you cracking open? Another one. Uh, the second one. More of the seltzer, but you can't say the name. That's right. Uh, it rhymes with truly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, uh, I wish it was I, ours. I it so much. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I'm I'm stoked that 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 stuff is announced and, and on the way. Like that, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun, man. Um, and it's always like occasionally, you know, we'll we'll hear stuff before it gets announced publicly, and you got to be super super careful. And then sometimes stuff gets like there's public information out there that we don't hear about until much yeah. later, like just in filings for like patents and trademarks and names of things and whatnot. But I'm, I'm excited for the future, dude. It's, oh, I am too, uh, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, I, it's just, it's, I've had people that call me, um, that we talk regular and they're conspiracy theorists, you know? Um, and there's people that have been that way since I've been at the company and it's like, Hey, yeah, yeah, oh, we're, yeah. we're selling out. They're selling out. They're getting ready. They're selling. It's like, you've been saying this for, over 10 years now. I said, look, yeah, we have, I thought you were going the other way with that. Like my 13 year old just saw the crazy monster lady video for the first time. Really? I thought you were going a complete other. No. But yeah. I've, I've heard from people that, Oh, like, you know, you're going to get bought. There's something like, it's like, man, we have a goal that we are trying to get to, you know, yeah. I don't think they would. It's like, it's like, did we go to the moon? You know, it's why are we going to put that much energy into all this stuff? And then just exactly tomorrow, wake up and you don't have a job. I don't think it'd be like that. No, so don't worry about it. Just 
have fun and let's enjoy the ride, man. You know, I mean, we do work for for probably the best company in the world. I know, you know, so, um, uh, I don't even know where we were headed before that, but, uh, well, we, we were talking about all this stuff and then you said before, we completely run out of time. I don't know if we were leaning back into tech or cameras or. or yeah. I would, so, <laughs> I don't know where you wanted yeah, to go. So we, we touched oh, on the Komodo. We touched on, I think oh, the last yeah, yeah. time we touched on that and I had just got it and I hadn't used it and I still hadn't put it through its it's paces. It's a box and your wife made you uh, open it. Like, she did. Yes. It was sitting on the, I, I've never done this before, but, and you would think that I would jump all over it when it came through the door and it sat on the office floor for, I don't know, three or four days. And, well, I just didn't have everything. So I was like, if I open it up, I can't use it. So I don't want to open it up. Yeah. Because I didn't have, I mean, I wasn't going to carry a battery in this hand and a camera in this hand. Yeah. It's like you, you know? got a PlayStation, but you didn't get any games. <laughs> right. No controller. Cool. You know? This is awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn it on and watch it, but you can't play it. You can't move the guy. So. Um, exactly. So have you, <clears throat> have you used it? Or do you know anybody on the team that has used it? I know you mentioned that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, boy, it, Matt. He yeah. bought one. So Matt bought one. He <clears throat> loves it. Yeah. He loves this thing, man. Yeah. It's a uh, great piece of equipment for sure. Yeah, I'm ready to put it through. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it with me this weekend. I'm going to do some, some filming with it. So I just I need to get... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've shot some stuff with it, got some good footage out of it, but I really need to to put it to work. So keep your, keep your eye out for, um, firmware updates because there's always yeah. something good going on with firmware updates. I mean, the, uh, autofocus is getting faster and mm-hmm. better. I mean, just like bug fixes and all that. And that's, that's something I think I've always really like, you either <clears throat> love it or you hate it about a company that's willing yeah. to release something and then continually approve upon it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it happens with our iPhones. And uh, that's yeah. one of the most proven pieces of hardware technology ever that is, you know, the household penetration alone is just uncanny with, let's say, an iPhone. But every couple of days, you get App Store updates. They do software updates, et cetera. So whether you love it or you hate it, it's exciting to see a company that's willing to put something out there to be honestly really yeah. transparent with its uh consumers and go hey this is as good as we can make this thing right now just know we're in the background we haven't taken our eye off of it we're continually going to be bringing you awesome updates and new features and new functions and all that i mean just and all the little things that come with it the komodo especially you get uh app control on your camera for yeah. free <clears throat> yeah. whereas if i want to be able to use that with the dsmc2 line it's like a three four hundred dollar app yeah yeah, and I and see, I, awesome. I just I've updated it. I checked actually. I think it was a couple nights ago. I checked for a new one, but I've got the latest one. But I think I saw something. I thought I saw something today. I'm in the I'm in one of the things on Facebook, uh, and it seems like they they may have come out with a new one. I don't know, so I got to check again. I don't know, but um, you're right about the autofocus because at first it was kind of jumpy. It wouldn't really lock on. Not like uh, mm-hmm. the R will, or I'm assuming the R5 and R6 and all that. I mean, Canon has fantastic autofocus. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm assuming they're working with Canon with that. Is that is that kind of how that's working? I mean, are they in in kind of bed with them? When that's it comes a great to that? question, man. <clears throat> well, they went with the RF lens mount, which was um, 
in my opinion, a, a great move. When you talk about consu- like prosumer level glass and the availability and just a wide selection, having the RF mount is smart because it's forward looking, right? Because the yeah. RF glass is amazing, but still yeah. fa- fairly new. But then having the ability to very simply adapt for EF glass, like that's awesome. Yeah. Now you can still get other uh you know, other lens adapters, right. but having it go native with that, like that's, that's a pretty cool thing and a cool move. So I don't know if they're necessarily working like Jared land, the, the man over at yeah. red, like his, uh, his in-house team, like they're mad scientists for sure. So I wouldn't doubt that there may be some best practices being shared, but I wouldn't bank that they're relying on uh, another supplier <clears> like <throat> a Canon. I, I think they're, yeah. they're blazing a trail and they're, they're innovators for sure. I think it's a good move, man. I know, I know cinematically, you know, you're supposed to, you know, I guess if you talk to people that shoot religiously, they, they shun the autofocus. Autofocus is the devil, <clears throat> you know, but I'm like, look, man, it depends though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does. There are situations you don't want autofocus, but I want to tell you, of course. it is, it's a godsend in some, sometimes, especially, if, you know, if you're running and gunning, even if you want it cinematic, it's nice to know that you can lock onto something when you're, you know, moving around quick and you need to get shit done and you don't Absolutely. have to stop and go, shit, hold on, let me let me move up, let me focus it in and go back. And, you know, it's just, it's a pain in the ass. But unless you have time to really set up your shot, autofocus is fantastic. And I will continue to use well, it as yeah. much as I can. So. Well, yeah, I mean, and the technology's gotten so great. I mean, yes, Canon and Sony are always like, there's the argument between who's, uh, you know, autofocus is better. You can do a YouTube search yeah. right now and, you know, see side-by-side comparisons. At the end of the day, they're both great. <laughs> they both yeah. will more than get the job done. But you just got to look at what kind of content is being captured. I mean, if you're running around at a concert and you're a one-man band and you've got, you know, a, a, a mirrorless body on a, mm-hmm. a gimbal, yeah, you're going to want autofocus. I don't yeah. care how awesome you are. You're going to want that. You're going to need that. Uh, you don't always have the you know, convenience of having either uh, uh, remote focus pulling, like uh, having another person sometimes. It, right. it really just, it, it boils down to what are you, what are you doing with it? Are now, are you trying to shoot an indie feature and do everything with autofocus? Eh, probably not, yeah. honestly. Uh, but well, you're also probably shooting with cinema lenses too. And if you're doing that, you don't exactly. have, yeah, you're probably you know. using geared glass and all that. Yeah, <clears throat> right. definitely. Yeah. So, but, but speaking uh, of Sony ability is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And I think that's something where Red has jumped into that game because you look at cameras and and now the Komodo is playing with the likes of the A7R4s or now the new Sony Alpha 1, the, the Canon R5. Now those users yeah. can potentially, like they can steal some of that market share, which would mm-hmm. be great for them for that quality. And the Red Kodak, I can't say enough good things about it. Their color science is on par. It's amazing. <clears throat> But now they're they're in this different space and they're they're disrupting this particular category, which is really really cool to see. Yeah. And finally, now you've got this super high end cinema camera company who's making something that is approachable for your average or like prosumer level person to to warrant that investment because it is. I mean, six grand is not pennies for anybody. No. And if you look now, um, I mean, Sony. Sony is crushing the video game. There ain't a doubt about it. I mean, their their cameras are pretty fantastic. From what I see, people produce. I've never used one, um, not that type, not the new type of cameras. Um, 
they're great. They look fantastic, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's got a good look to it. It's just to me, there's something off of off from it that it doesn't look like the color science from Canon. But now people are arguing that Sony is beating Canon now in color science. Um, some people, not everybody, but it's that it's just that back and forth. It's what do you want? It's like the cameras are so great now. We've talked about this before. They're so great, and they have so many great qualities. You have to try to pick it apart to find out a reason why you don't want to buy it. And most of the time, it's the price because now they're getting yeah. the Sony's the. Um, so you got the how much is the R? Well, we just looked at the R five. What was the price on that? Yeah, the R. That's a great question. Actually, <clears throat> I was just looking the. Um, the we'll put Alpha it this way is 6,500 bucks. Yeah. Oh, the new yeah. Sony. And that was the camera like on the sidelines, like with the cool new, the NFL shot stuff yeah. uh, where it's like all super bokeh and like, you know, shallow depth of field. Um, that, that was the, the alpha one. Yeah. Um, but you, some, like, so you got those, but you got the C70. The C70 has made a yeah. pretty good name for itself so far. Yeah. Um, I, I see people, on Facebook, you know, wanting to, I see a ton of people wanting the Komodo. There are people, man, I'm telling you, they're like, man, I ordered this thing back in October and it's still not supposed to be here till May. And I'm like, where in the hell? And they're like, we ordered it from red. And I'm like, man, I'm glad that I ordered it from where I got it from, you know? So yeah, dude. I was real lucky. I got into it when I did. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I cannot say enough great things about um, shameless plug over uh, for <clears throat> voice and video sales out of San Diego with uh, Bill, the uh, the CEO over there. Just fantastic people, man. And uh, they've got some pretty wicked uh, connections with the industry and, and manufacturers. So a lot of times you find that, yeah, you get it quicker yeah. that way through allotments than direct from the manufacturer and you'll get a great deal. But you know, I mean, so the way the cameras are going now i mean just like you said so if you if you take that new sony camera and you take like the 1dx mark 3 and god knows i don't i don't think they're going to come out i think the dslr i think the 5d line is dead i think it's done i think it's all our series that's now. the rumor man i was just <clears throat> reading up on canon rumor, rumors actually yeah. um because they're talking about like expanding significantly expanding the r series r, yeah. so they're talking r1 r7 rs mm-hmm. um which would um which would kill off uh a lot of things even like some really wacky stuff the eos m vlogging camera mm-hmm. that's like an osmo competitor even yeah. down to this like little robo posture camera that like dances on your desktop if you have shit posture which i definitely have shit posture nice well i think a lot of people do that work on computers and stuff like that. that's why i want to give me a standing desk. i told the wife i said she goes are you like that i said i need Dude, to stand best investment ever she doesn't want me to get it cheap so the the and not to get off subject so we got to get back to where we were but real yeah, quick yeah. the desk that this i got technical. i know yeah so i have a guy locally that built this for me i know we talked about this um because i wanted something that was like legit right and this thing is heavy this thing is i don't know a few hundred pounds probably a couple hundred pounds it's 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 hefty so the wood came from pittsburgh one joe riggs well let's see no well not now maybe before before, pre-covid now he's not now he's a little bit low so but it was um this was Coming from Pittsburgh and, you know, he cuts it. So you have, he shows you the shape. So he shows, you know, 
I kept the front end because it's got the curves and everything, and then he cuts it off on the back yeah. a little bit. But he, it's totally – he does this – I don't know, does all this shit to it and makes it look fantastic and last forever. But it cost me an arm and a leg. It's like – I think it was like – I don't know. I'm not going to say how much it costs. It was a lot. I think I told you before. But anyway, <clears throat> so I love it, and it's going to go to my wife. We're – changing the studio office around. So she's going to move into here too, so she can do some work. And so she's going to have this desk. I said, she can have it, but I got to have a standing desk. So she goes, you give me that desk. You can have whatever you want. She didn't want me to have it. She just don't think they look very sturdy like this one. And I was like, well, they're sturdy enough because they hold a shit ton of weight and they go up and down. So the gears have to work, you know, I haven't, and they get better and better. I haven't heard anything bad about them lately, but, um, I want to get one. I want to be able to stand up and do work from time to time. I mean, when my watch says you need to stand, I need to stand. So I know a lot of people that have them. That was our anniversary gift to each other last June, right in the middle of, you know, a few months into COVID. That was our gift to one another was uh, sit, stand, desk frames. And we went on, I think it was Monoprice or Newegg. And literally, man, for like, it's like 170 bucks. You can get the frame. Then you can put whatever top you want on it. And like Ikea online, I think her desktop was like 40 bucks and you slap that guy on there. Boom. And just pretty sturdy good cable management. Dude, it's <clears throat> fantastic. What? So it's fantastic. where did you get the legs from? I, I got a ton of crap. So it was either Monoprice or Newegg. I can't remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I bet I can go back and look. But yeah, I mean, you buy just like the, the motorized frame yeah. and then you buy whatever top you want and you just screw that guy on there from underneath and boom, you're golden. And then of course, like I, I also zipped in like a little tray up underneath and then a power strip. So everything, I have one cable coming off my yeah. desk and it's like this extra long 10 foot cable. So if it goes up or down, it doesn't, you know, mess up anything. Yeah. See that. Uh, and that's what dude, I got. Amazing. I my love cable it. management. I used to be really good about it. Um, I used to be really OCD about it and I let myself go, but cause I like to have every, I don't like to have anything on the table. Like if I have computers yep. and stuff, I don't want anything to be seen, but it's also with what I do like this and stuff, you know, where you have things around where cables are coming out, you got to have it usable. So like you said, if you do mm-hmm. raise it and lower it, you don't want to have to move stuff around. So I want to be able to get it to where I'm situated and I don't have to move anything. So, I'll have a you know stationary camera. Obviously, I have some equipment coming my way, so I can have yep. stuff here all the time, and I don't have to mess with it. It's just that's what it's there for, you know. So my camera can like stay there. Um, but the cable management stuff has got to get better for me. So um, it was a fun project, like yeah. managing all of that. It was a nightmare <clears throat> when I had to like figuring out various ways to make things more versatile is always yeah. fun. And it's like different connectors and whatnot. And I, I found these really amazing clamps with quarter 20 threads on them. So like I've got a webcam, I've got the microphone, I've got my ring light and I can take those into the garage. And yeah. literally in four minutes I was set up for this and it right. was easy. And then yeah. boom, it'll go back to, you know, my work desk and all that. Like you, you, you begin to design around your need, but it's a lot of fun, man. But I'm telling you that like, yeah. uh, cable tray and like if you were to look up underneath my desk it would just it, yeah but that's fine it. though because oh, it's it's gone it's hidden out of the way. yeah so yeah. i looked at fully i was looking at there just for the 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 stand or the the legs 
but mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, so do you have, do you have like, I don't think the, you need to spend more than $200 max on a really good, sturdy, uh, um, motorized yeah. set of legs. Yeah, truly. Cause that, and, and you'll probably get something that can hold roughly 75 to 85 pounds. Yeah. I took our old dining room table and I turned that into my desktop. I like shaved yeah. nine inches off of it, spun it around and made it a, a second layer of the desk. Right. I'll, I'll send you pictures. It's, yeah. it's super dope and it's very, very heavy. Plus like, you know, reference monitors. I've got a 34 inch ultra wide monitor. Then I've got like a smaller monitor. I've got my soundboard and then I have tons of room still for keyboard and mouse and you know, whatever else, all the truly's I can do. I just, I need something. I got to get something that is just, I mean, like I said, this is a big desk, but having Mm -hmm. her work, it's not going to work. Plus I'm going to have, but the sit stand stuff is amazing, dude. And then get a good like floor mat. There's like a ergonomic It's like 50 bucks or whatever, but you stand on that thing. And it's phenomenal. And there's we have places one in the to kitchen. like you stretch your feet out and all that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just the the flat one. Like we have one too. Like no, I mean we got dishes. one that it's is it's molded, funky. Really? Yeah, oh, dude. We st- I I stand on it. Level, I stand on it when I'm in the style. I was like, man, that's a nice. I don't want to. I don't want to move. I don't want right. to walk to the sea. I just want to stand right here. I need to like the whole floor yeah. made out of that, you know. So no, <laughs> it, it works. My, yeah, my wife bought yeah. it and and it stays right in front of the stove. So. But no, that's, that's definitely cool. that would work. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll send me the link to the. Uh, yeah, I'll send you the stuff. To the websites where you looked, I'll check yeah. it out. Put because, your put your money in a good frame, like a good motorized yeah. frame, and then put whatever top you want on it. Because yeah. those frames too are um, adjustable, so you're really buying it for like weight capacity, yeah. like how strong the motor is going up. Because they're all adjustable you know, width wise. And then you, you got to make sure the top is at least, you know, so how high does it go? How, how high does it go up? Dude, it goes higher than you higher need. Than I need. Yeah. Yeah. Way higher than I need. Yeah. Way, way higher than I need. That's good, man. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my at early its, at its lowest. It's perfect for my uh, office chair, which is like 27 inches. And then I raise it up and I'm not that tall. I'm five, nine. Uh, and I raise it up to like 42 inches when I'm standing and it could go another, I think it can go up to 60. So it's okay, like, yeah. you have, <laughs> I could have my desk <laughs> like eye level with yeah. if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It, it's nice, man. You can get them, you know, in whatever finish you like that just complements your decoration. I don't know, man. You know, it's, it changes. That's the problem. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't like anything bright or white or, you know, I like it kind of dark and moody a little bit. A little Mine's bit. like a super dark gray. Yeah. I think it's a super dark gray or black and Sam's is white, but she, yeah. that's her whole like light her vibe. Light vibe Plus to me, it messes with me when I'm, when I'm trying to, to a either color grade the best I can yeah. or when I'm doing photographs and stuff like that. So that's why, I mean, I got, you know, the room is, is kind of a light gray color. And so it kind of keeps Keep it her. Yeah, keep it neutral, man. You don't want anything crazy when you're trying to do colors and stuff like that. It just throws the whole monitor thing off, you know? So, yeah, okay. that's going to be my next next thing to do. So, I'm real curious cool. about I'll trying those, those Pavo ones, tubes out, man. See, so this right here, I got this light that I like a lot. Um, it's like 69 bucks, but it's... You know, I just walk in and say, you know, turn on studio lights and it comes on. So I want like a bunch of those in here. 
you know, plus I have yes. the, I have the can lighting in here. I don't know how many I got. I got like 12 lights in the ceiling. Damn. So, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's the garage. I think, I, I don't know if I told you that or not, but this it's the garage. It's a two car garage that was completely finished. Uh, dude. Yeah. yeah. So this is That's the studio office. About. Yeah. So, so people come in here and they don't know, they go, where, you know, where's the uh, garage? It's like, this is the garage, man. So, but it's, it's completely finished. It's, we put flooring cool. in here. It's crown molding. It's got, it's AC heater. It's every, it's part of the house, you know, Dude, and it's a two car. I have that luxury. Yeah, it's a legit two car garage. Now look, it does have, That's its. Cool. it does have the downsides because you have nowhere to put anything. Everything's on the, yeah, yeah, you know, it's screened in back porch. We have to put stuff out there and now we got to get a house to put behind the house to put stuff in, you know, you know, those houses, right. those little ones, you know, we got to get one of those yeah. to put back there. So oh, a shed. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. whatever. You know, I call stuff. it a house. Cause they look like, a, yeah. it looks like a house. Some of the, I mean, the That's ones true. we look at, it looks like a mini house. Little, little baby barn. Yeah. So yeah. we got to get that to put the lawnmower in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can tell you this right here. I love it. You know, my wife oh, yeah. gets mad about it sometimes, but it's just nice to have, it's a huge place and it's, we yeah. can do a lot of stuff that's in here. Cool. So that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. You're not, you know, the last office I had was like a 10 by 10. So it's really, it was rough to move around, but this is, mm. you know, pretty spacious. So, so I told her, I said, we'll put her in here. We'll get everything set up and, you know, have a separate podcast place, but then have a place to do editing and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah. Dialed. That'd be cool. It's, um, I don't know. I like excited. it. Like I said, it's, it has this down downside, but it's has a lot of upsides too. So it's, uh, got plugs in the ceiling. It might start mounting some lights and stuff, but anyway, so yeah, the light, the, it's the, uh, it's, what is it? I, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, the hue light. That's what it is. You've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty bright. They're good, man. They're nice little accent lights. They just but, work. And it's yeah. full full RGB, is it not? You it is. You change any color you would like. All I got to do is tell Siri Ooh. to change it, and it'll change. Mm. Too easy. She's too convenient. Technology, man, that's what it's all about. I told the wife I was going to record we have, my podcast for me. Huh? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'm going to bed. Record the podcast. Um, yeah. We have can lighting throughout the whole house. I told her I was going to go and get hue lights for everything so i could just walk, walk through the house and turn it different colors and piss her off yes. so she's like no i don't i don't want any of those lights in the house <laughs> none of them i say you'll like it though it's it's fun you know especially yeah. like when you're watching a movie because you can set those up for the movies cool. that you're watching which is pretty cool because it goes off of that she's like, i don't want that that's too much stuff i was like but you have to experience it so I think I'm going to, um, I know she'll listen to this, but I think I'm going to just like one by one change a light here and there. Dude, slowly, <laughs> just sneaking in there the, one at a time. Yeah. The problem is Hopefully. it's like, I don't know how many is. It's like. That's uh, probably a shitload, man. Yeah, it's, it's probably, I don't know, somewhere around 40 something lights, probably. Oh, man. Can lighting, maybe, yeah, somewhere around there. Cause I still have, start doing zones. well, I've changed. Yeah. So I changed them when we moved in. I had, um, I still have all the old ones. There was the, it was this color. It was kind of that light, which is nice early in the yeah. morning, but I changed them all yeah. to daylight bulbs, pure white. So when you turn them on, it's like bright, 
which is if I want the lights on, that's what I want them to be. Plus, we take photos sometimes in the house, you know, of the yep. baby or of other things. We'll do food photography and stuff like that, and it's better to have that type of lighting, obviously. So, um, but God, it was expensive to change all those. I still have the other ones, but all it was super yeah. expensive to change it. And these, that's why I said one or two at a time because the hue lights are super expensive. So... Yeah worth it in the long run because they're they're all led they're smart yeah. which is cool yeah. um do do like yeah pick pick a room and then just like just yeah. sneak it on her and then like because because they're all programmable right so you can like they s- are set up a scene you have then, different you set up different zones yeah so you set whatever yeah. light you want once it once it finds it you set to whatever zone and name it whatever you want and then siri recognizes it you can set it up with your google which we have google home we don't have alexa so Google works with it. So you can do it however you want. And then, yeah, That's cool. you can set it up and I could really make her mad. But so I don't know. I, I really, I want to do it. We got a little it. wild for Halloween. We, we had, um, we had a couple friends over and we, we enjoyed ourselves, but I took every light in the house and I bought those um, fake flickering bulb yes. bulbs. Yeah. like the little fake candle bulbs and mm-hmm. replaced every single light in the ceiling. And we don't have a huge place. So it was probably a dozen or so that, that covered uh, off pretty much our like ground floor, but it was really cool uh, to have everything like super dark and flickery and creepy and all that. So like if I go the, the hue route, like I guarantee you Sam would change them out in less than a month because I just mess with them all the time. Dude, the, it's like, I can't remember the number. It's like 80,000 different colors. You can make it, dude. you know? I mean, it, plus when you pull up the, the, uh, the color wheel, it's just like the one on, you know, any editing program. It has all, you just move it around every. and it's, you know, so you set, you set every, if you want to, you set every little bulb to a different color if you want to, which would That's really so throw cool. some people off. But you know, yeah, it is cool. Cause I mean, like we have nest, y'all have nest thermostats. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we haven't, we haven't, I, it's on my phone, but I haven't set it up with Google. It keeps asking me to do it, but I haven't done it. But, um, you know, I mean, it's everything can be automated, but she's just not into that. I am, I would have the entire house. I would have the locks on the front door. I would have everything automated everything. if I had my way. I'm still thinking about oh, doing yeah. the door too. You know, but yeah, there's some cool technology out there. Man, it's awesome, sure. man. It's really cool. We thought about moving to the uh, Alexa. Y'all have the which, which one? Y'all See, have? yeah, that's what we've got. We've got the um, what do we got? The kids have uh, Echo Dots in Echo their rooms. So they listen yeah. to music. They set alarms through that to wake up in the morning. Yeah, reminders throughout the day, like hey, class starts in five minutes. Like, whoop, and they'll do the thing. You can hook it to um, we we listen to music through Tidal. Um, so, so, you know, most people have Spotify or one of those or Apple right. music. We have, yeah. we have titles, so that hooks up to it. And then, um, in the living room and in the bedroom, we have, um, like the echo show five It's small. It's like a little five inch screen. It's on a little stand. And then mm-hmm. we, we bought those for my parents, uh, and our friends and we can, we video call each other through it, which is yeah. pretty cool. So for my parents to be able to talk to the kids and see them, you know, when we moved down here uh, about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, we used to live a mile away. We, we sold our house, you know, that was literally a mile away from my parents. So it's really nice being able to just voice call them and, and 
jump on camera and the, the kids get to see him. We get to see him. That's been really, really nice. So yeah. that part is convenient, but all the like watchdog stuff I turn off typically like yeah. don't listen, <laughs> don't advertise like all see, that's that the only thing that the word, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll sit on the couch and we're just, we're having a conversation and it's not loud. We're just talking to each other. We're sitting side by side and the, the Google um, home is like, it's, in the kitchen over in the mm-hmm. corner by the, between the stove and the sink. So it's like, it's a good ways away. It's probably 30 or 40 feet from us. And we'll talk and it'll go, um, it'll say something like, I'm sorry. I yeah, didn't catch that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. And we're going, <laughs> would you speak up? I wasn't even talking to you, you know? So I don't know. It's weird, but we thought about nice going to the Alexa. Your algorithms on the <laughs> Have you used you weird have, ads for stuff you I know. Have you used Google Home before? Can you no, compare the two? I was just wondering what the difference, I mean, how, you know, I've, I've compared them and some, you know, people bitch about it. It's all Big Google. Brother, man. Yeah. It's, all, it's not it's even all that, all really. I don't even, it's, it's like, I don't even think about that anymore because I just, I don't care because it's like, look, if you want my stuff, you can get it. It doesn't matter. You can go on the computer and get it. You don't even have to have a computer to get it. Before there were, home computers people were stealing people's shit you know that's what yeah. I, oh, I, had, yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's really i had to convince my mom she's like oh, i don't want to do banking i'm like mom nobody wants your stuff and if they do they're going to get it so you know they could do it the old-fashioned way go to the mailbox and Flip pull your back. shit out so i don't think about that i was just wondering about the ease of alexa compared to and how how smart well, it was compared to google and how it you know how it works that way but i don't know if you use it it's pretty easy man i've got you know, not a lot of complaints. I mean, for the most part, I've been able to do everything that I want to do with it. I mean, and we've, um, I don't hook a ton of things up to it. I've got like the Nest thermostat at one point I, before we moved, um, I had a Wi-Fi garage door opener that I hooked to it, which was pretty cool. Um, the, uh, ring doorbell camera, we've got like the floodlight camera type thing, which is pretty cool. So like it's, it's fairly, it's a few things, but even then, like, let's say you're into just like smart home things. Nowadays, if you're a company like Nest or ring or any of those, like you're going to make sure your, your stuff is compatible across all those different platforms right? because that's, it's stupid to only just offer it for one. And there are even like the third party quote unquote third party because you've got like the big ones like the the google stuff the amazon stuff then you've got other apps like if this then that or like mm-hmm. the internet of things like there are all these different smart companions that can hook all these different things together uh so it'd be silly not to offer support for that because you're potentially cutting out revenue for your company or consumers for your product yeah. so yeah it's all i mean i haven't it's just whatever you're into we have the ring doorbell i don't have it hooked up to anything but i haven't hooked google up to anything i don't think no i haven't like I said, the I haven't done it. thing is cool because if motion goes off or, or something like people ring the doorbell, yeah. it can come through the device and you can be like, show me the front door. And it's like, bloop, check it out. Oh, like, really? That's convenient. Yeah. You know, if you're, if like you're cooking or something and your hands are dirty or whatever and you're like, yeah. oh, there's a package. Cool. Thanks. Right. Well, I mean, I do have it. I look at, I have, I do get it on my phone, but um, yeah. I don't know. I might, I want to hook it up to the, to the nest, but I need to get I That's we need to get Alexa and get the dots in the different rooms because right now in the middle of the night the wife says I'm hot and, and she's like wants the air conditioning on you know and it's she goes 
or like right now she'll say it's cold. So I got to wake up, look at my phone, turn it down or turn it up, whatever I got to do, you know? So I think I'd rather have an echo dot or something over there for her to, yeah, you just wake up, just wake up and say, yeah, 73. But see, it's a learning thermostat, but for some reason it just doesn't, it learns, it, it does it. It just does it the wrong way. You know, it like cuts off when we need it. It goes down to 68 degrees, which is really normal, but she likes it around 70 yeah. or so at night. And I can't, I don't like that, yeah. but I deal with it. So I don't know. Technology. I run hot, man. I, I wake up with the covers off all the time just because yeah. I, I run hot. My wife's always cold. So we're very compatible in that respect. But for thermostat stuff, we, we typically, we hang around, the house is around 70 yeah. year round. Like that's just, that's. Yeah, but y'all don't get too hot, do you? How hot does it get over there where you're at? How hot does it get? get Dude, we had the heat wave not that long ago. It was 117 degrees. Oh, in my that's backyard. right. That was last summer, wasn't it? Was it? Wild. Now that's, that's an outlier, but yeah. it is not uncommon for us to hang in the summertime between 100 and 110. Bad humidity? Sure. It's Southern California. No, yeah. definitely not. Straight I mean, we're not, heat. we're not close enough to the ocean because it's, we're about, I don't know, 75 70-ish miles from the ocean, so no, oh, we don't really? get any of that, like, yeah. the, the beauty of the, the coast, like, moderating the temperature a little bit, but it's yeah. it's fairly dry. Y'all need to come over here and experience... I mean, it's more comparable to Palm Springs, but not quite as hot. Come over here and experience a, a an August, right Dude, in the middle of August. I've, so my mom's side, we talked about my dad's side being from Minnesota. My mom's yeah. side is from Tennessee. Oh, okay. And I spent well, they get a little bit. enough summers yeah. growing up and walking outside and feeling like I had just gotten out of a shower without a yeah. towel, mm-hmm. like that humidity will suck the life out of you. Man, it will. Sure. I mean, I remember leaving the house at like five, five, five thirty in the morning, man. And just sweating, walking to the car. <laughs> it's that bad. No exaggeration. It's just no terrible. And you get in and the, the, you have to walk outside, crank the truck up, get the AC going, you know, it's got to be ice yeah. cold in there. And then you're sweating and you're trying to cool off before you get to work. It's miserable, man. You know, people think that they're like, oh, you got to love it. You live near the beach. I mean, I love being by the beach, but the heat, I just, I hate the heat. Yeah. You know? So what you're saying is you're moving to California. Shit, no. My wife or you're moving wouldn't. to Texas and calling yourself a California. You know what? It's funny you say that because we talked about really Texas. We wouldn't move to California. I mean... It's too expensive. You don't need to. It's and it's crazy, you know. Uh, we it's have fun. talked about moving. Uh, we have we have some things on the radar, but uh, Texas was one of them. It's just it's hard to pull the trigger when you have a nine year old that loves his his school and has now got the acting bug, you know. And, oh, nice. Yeah, they do a fantastic cool. job. He just got done, so he's in third grade, and they. It's the first year they're allowed to try out for their major production. They have one major production every year, and they have this cool. this lady, and um, it's more than one, but one main lady. She they put on this. I mean, they go through. It's it's not your typical, you know, school play. It is. They have it. They usually do it at the theater down downtown. Um, it is a super big project that they they put on. I mean, they they're practicing like three or four times a week every weekend you know, for hours and hours and hours. So they put a lot into it and he wanted to try out this year. And I told him, I said, look, man, he's great in front of a camera. He, he's, he's very photogenic. He loves, he's not shy about anything. He loves to just put it on, you know? So I told him, I said, look, just, 
if you go out there, just don't be upset if you don't get it this year. It's your first year. Go out there and do everything you can to get it. And if you get it, great. If you don't, try again next year. Well, he got it. You know, he got in there. And, man, that was like the best thing he has ever done. I mean, he just – he was so pumped up about it. And they did a – they so they did uh, six – they do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They did six performances for everybody, for like the public. And then they did uh, two performances for the school. And, I mean, they did a phenomenal job, you know. And he just That's ate so it up. Cool. I mean, it was just like he just can't wait for next year. So he's got that acting bug going on and wants to start YouTube and all that stuff. He's been wanting to do that for a long time. But I'm like, man, Daddy has to edit that thing. So... Think yeah, dude, same with my 11-year-old, my son, man. He's he's into that stuff, and yeah. you got to weigh the pros and cons, man, because there there is a lot of work that goes into that stuff. And, yeah. and then also you're like, well, what age is really appropriate? I don't, I don't know. Depends on what you're doing, Plus man. It's the work, to be honest, man. <laughs> like huh? when, you, when you do it for a living, you're like, I don't <sighs> want to spend my entire weekend now editing more videos. Like, I hope that doesn't make me a bad parent. No, but, I mean, and look, uh, I, it's, uh, it's one of those other th- things that he's, yeah. If you could point well, it, but, if you could just go, Hey, set it up, go with it. And then yeah. let's just put it up there. But I couldn't do that because I would have to look at it. I would have to, then I would start editing and then I would start tweaking it and doing this and doing that. That's why, you know, the wife and I had talked about it and, you know, I know he's been wanting to do it and I'm just like, look, it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. So, and you have to pump out the content on a regular basis if you're going to do anything with it or you might as well not do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Let me teach you how to edit and then you can edit you <laughs> and uh, you take care of it. So. I don't know, man. It's it's. I guess it's just one of the, they they watch all that YouTube stuff and they want to do it. They see the instant gratification and they see these people with millions of followers making all that money. They think that's how it rolls and doesn't. Yeah, that, I mean that's everybody. Everybody in YouTube yeah. makes a shit ton of money. Everybody. If you're good and you have a decent story to tell, you know, and that's all you do. I mean, what decent stories did you have to tell? At like my son, my son's eleven. I don't. What good stories did you have to tell at the time, right? You don't, like, except it's just people watch now, it. And I'm like, I got three good stories maybe of like, and that's life what, has to happen to you. Yeah. And that's what people say. They're like, look, and you know, I'm boring too. I don't, but you know, here, here I am with 1.5 million followers. I just post shit. And it's like, I know, but it's hard to post something when you're going, this fucking sucks. <laughs> you know? So, um, I don't know. That, it's an audience know. for everything. I will give them Kids. that for sure. Kids watch stuff, man. He, I find him watching stuff on YouTube. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you watching? He's just watching this dude stream. Now, my oldest son streams uh, games. You know, He's got a pretty decent following. He streams, and he's got somebody that sponsors him right now. And, That's um, cool. So he's, you know, he's, he's hard at it, man. He, he really puts a lot into it. But I'm like, good for you, man. He's got the whole setup. He looks legit, but. I just I told him the same thing, you know. I said just keep pumping it out, you know, no matter what, just keep on going, and eventually it'll either hit or you'll get tired of it. One of the two. So I don't know. I don't. And hopefully along the way you had some fun. Oh, he he has a blast, man. He doesn't care. He just he has a good time, and he has a lot of friends that do it. And him and his friends they play tournaments and stuff. So that's cool. I was like, look, 
it is there are some people that make some cash playing games so i know because we sponsor some people so yeah man and they make bank so keep it up you never know you may end up uh on the trail one day so be nice to have an m claw on your back just don't ask me for it because i've got nothing to do with it so, I, you know. <laughs> I can I'll put in a good word I'll, I'll send an email but Man, you're on your own buddy <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been asked if I could sponsor somebody's uh, uh, Supercross dude, a rite of passage for anybody who works for the company like, God, I used to get hit every time I walked out of a convenience store in North Carolina man it was hey my my son he drive, he he rides a motorcycle I'm like that's good I'm sure he's really really good you know I can give you a sticker <laughs> But that's Would it. You I'm like not to put a sticker yeah, on that motorcycle. I'm Would you not, like a nice cold can yeah, on not me? Sponsoring. Yeah. Hey, look at my cooler, man. <laughs> exactly. Grab whatever you want. You know. So, exactly. But anyway. Exactly. Well, shit, man. It's been good. It's nine fifty. I was looking at the clock. I didn't realize how long it'd been. Didn't touch much oh, on the funny. tech, but it's all good. It's. It's. Uh, it's moving very very quickly. Well, I'll, I'll I'll make an effort to uh, to give you like the. Uh, the Saturday night live weekend update. I'll give you like the bullet points. Cause there, there are some exciting things and that, that I think will be cool to go through. Yeah. Um, and I do so enjoy my time with you. I mean, you got companies like black magic design with some big announcements out there. Of course, yeah. Sony with that alpha one, just things to watch out for. And of course the Canon space with like the, the R line extension, it's all like, it's never been a better time to be interested in photography, videography, and to be a creative. Because there is yeah. something to suit every single budget out there where you're going to get some pretty phenomenal stuff. Well, down. you are. And it's, uh, I mean, the, the big thing is, is you really need to figure out what you want to do and don't dig too deep, too deep into the specs. You know, just because something may not have exactly what you think you need, just because somebody else is using it doesn't necessarily mean you got to have it. You know, it's all about just um, figuring out what you want to do. If it's photography, get the camera that's going to be the best for you for that. And if it's videography, then, you know, make sure you can use everything that that camera has. Don't not buy a camera because somebody else says it doesn't do this. It doesn't shoot 120. And I know we've talked about it and you don't necessarily have to shoot 120 to get slow motion or good slow motion, you know, so you can make it work and it looks good. It looks fine. Most people aren't even going to know what the hell you're shooting in any way. They just can go, Oh, slow motion. Nobody's going to look at it and go, that's, that's 60 frames a second, you know, slow down. I mean, not a lot yeah. of people are going to do that. So just, yeah, you're right. There's a ton of stuff that is out now and I wish I could buy all of it, but <laughs> and then a month from now, there's going to be twice as much stuff. Like that's, that's kind of the, the amazing part about it. Yeah. Like, especially with the, um, I mean, honestly, with the pandemic, a lot of these companies have fast tracked so much of their R and D and these new products out there. Like the industry was already moving yeah. like very rapidly and even more so now. And, and we're seeing a shift now into like heavying up. All these companies are having up in the streaming space in like uh, the the prosumer and consumer you know streaming abilities like you can take these cameras now and there's support for use as a webcam so like you can buy your nice you know now it's what seventeen hundred dollars sixteen hundred dollar eosr yep. and you can use that as a webcam like like pretty phenomenal doing it right now 
or yeah. or you could use a six thousand dollar you know red komodo like uh, all the peripherals all the 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 attachments and accessories to make streaming possible like we're seeing such a dramatic shift but it's Should cool sh- because it's forcing companies to go back and provide more and more capabilities for the hardware yeah should i stream with the komodo should i record with komodo next time but see i'm not recording i don't record straight to yeah i just use the battery i don't i don't record to the camera when i'm doing this it's recording well you stuck it that's the that's one of the the drawbacks to to some of these dslrs is you're capped at what 29 minutes or just under 30 minutes well straight recording time for this i can record as long as the battery will last because I'm running it through Ecamm Live. External, yeah. So, so I'm you not, got external, external recording. Yeah, it's re, so it'll it'll dump it into the computer, into a, another folder when it's done. I'm not recording on the, no matter of fact, I don't even have a card in the camera. So it's not recording to that, it's just a feed. Speaking of which, a company that probably went through the roof during the pandemic is it's it runs through a cam link that's hooked into... Elgato? The, yeah. So, which I know we've talked about that. So, yep. You got companies like Elgato with a cam link. You got companies like Magewell is what we, we have yeah. a couple uh, in the studio. And then the gaming team, of course, uses uh, the Elgato stuff. Um, it's all good. And those peripherals have never been more accessible. And, and like the opportunities have never been more affordable for yeah. your average consumer. <clears throat> I've had people call me here uh, the past week talking to me about starting podcasts and how I've been doing the video and all that stuff. And, I mean, they've had to, that's what they've been purchasing, cam links and yeah. all this stuff, man. So it's, it, have you ever I mean, done like a, a tech breakdown? Maybe we'll do that next time on your setup there. And we'll, we'll talk through what some of those options are. That, that's, that's some fun topic. No, we, like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I've, believe me, I've talked about it plenty with people that have actually started in the past, either the past week or the past six months that have started podcasts and doing video stuff. So, um, if yeah, if if you want to start into video or podcasting or anything like that right now, now is the time to do it. There's so much stuff out there, and you can make it look as good as you want to. You know, um, it's never been easier. Oh God, it's just so easy now. You know, and the thing is, like Ecamm Live is still in beta version, but it's it has it does everything you need. You know, it's really just kind of plug and play, and you don't have to worry about anything. You just put it up there and. Bam, it records all the audio through it, but it's actually the audio coming through the Rodecaster Pro, but it's I'm recording it in two different places. But I don't have to empty it out of it. So it's it's yeah, it works. It's like it work just works, man. So it just works. That's it. So and believe me, I have to do something with it because I bought it all. And <laughs> my wife would yeah. be pissed if I didn't use it. So uh of course. You know. But yeah, we'll do that maybe next time or something and we'll talk about it. So, hey, and two, I did, I listened to y'all's podcast the other day. You and Sam did one, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We, we might have hung out in the living yeah. room and talked shop for a little bit. Yeah, I heard it was, it sounded pretty good. Fun. What were y'all using? What did y'all, what did y'all? So we've got, we've got Zoom boards. We've got, um, I've got a Zoom LiveTrack L12 and she's got the LiveTrack L8, which is like their podcast, like user-friendly board. The L8 is pretty dope actually. And that, that has a built-in, uh, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. So you like a built-in mix minus. So you can call people basically from your phone and bring them in, um, without it echoing. You can have multiple, um, people in there. So we use that. It was, we were on the Zoom 
L8 board and the beautiful Shure SM7B. Fantastic microphone. Thing Very, is a beast. Industry standard. It's it is amazing. tasty sounding. Oh, yeah. Makes and, you sound uh, like a pro. And just that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the one thing I think uh, if if I would add anything into the mix is like sometimes the the sure sm7b comes under fire for really needing to crank the gain on that microphone yeah. like it's a mm-hmm. very gain hungry mic so yep. people will use things like um a fet head or uh cloud, cloud lifter is very popular yeah. like to get another 25 decibels of like clean gain plenty yeah. of headroom um are, are you going straight into the roadcaster i am going straight into the roadcaster now i have i have but it has so many different things it you know obviously it has good preamps in it already so i mean i'm not even at half level right now with my volume i don't like it loud anyway but it has so many things in there to dial your microphone in um to wherever you want it i have thought about getting a cloud lifter but i've done some research and i've seen people that have used it and i can't really hear a ton of difference like if I was to buy it and hook it up to this, I just don't know if it would make that much of a difference, except for the fact that I would have to just bring the volume down. On yeah, my, the difference would be your input gain would just go down. It would just go down. Yeah, it's not going to change the sound it of it. Great. You know, no, no, it's it just, just it's providing you a lot of like, especially if you're on maybe an older or or like an analog board or something yeah. like that, where you just yeah. you need you need some clean gain like yeah. jumping into that microphone, then yeah, it's a fantastic, we, we have a couple of them that we just started using yeah. um, on another, another podcast through work. And uh, they've been, they've been great. Like it's clean, fantastic gain throwing through there, depending on what you're using, yeah. because you know, when you crank it up too high, you're going to introduce some noise. So it just yeah. helps save you against that. But I mean, uh, any of the newer boards that are out there, like you can crank it up and you're going to have some really clean, like, fairly yeah. noise-free premiums in it so yeah uh, i'd say you don't need it honestly with no your set. i mean you I do really you not. do have to have some things that can stop the reverb and stuff in your in your which i'm in a massive area and I, i'm mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm about to buy some you know just some stuff to put on the walls mm-hmm. you can't hear it i mean that you can't hear echo like you used to in here because i have so much shit surrounding me right now but mm-hmm. if I was to just like get all this out and sit in the middle of the room, you would hear a lot of echo. But yeah. I want to get some stuff for, you know, just some stuff for the walls and, you know, things to stop all that. So, um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. You don't think about it, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's fun, man. So, you know, it would help you a lot with uh, acoustic treatment in there. Really badass sit down stand up desk. I know, I all over the place. <laughs> All over the place. I have like 10 of them in here. Uh, Done. I'm getting one. I, I am getting one. If you send me those links, I will check it out. I and I will definitely, I'm definitely, that's going to be uh, my next invest. I don't have to invest in anything else because you're sending all the shit to me. So no more investment on my end right now. So I'm pumped about starting all that stuff. So Hell yeah. it's going to be great times, Hell hopefully. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm almost out, so this might be. Cheers to you, my man. Yeah, cheers to cheers you. To I am I am done, been done, but that was my only one. I get up at five in the morning, so two o'clock your time. I am not getting up at the, I'll be going to bed before you get up. So but I won't be waking up when you're up. Yeah, well I'll be up at five. So anyway. Appreciate you coming on again. Uh always a good time. Thanks for having me, brother. So 
I know we were kind of all over the place today, but I just like to bullshit sometimes. So that's fun, man. That's you sometimes know, you just gotta have some fun. No direction. It's just let's just have a talk, you know, and then we'll see how yeah. many people listen. Hey, we have a lot of people listening to our last tech stuff, so I don't know if do, they really give a shit about well? it or what, huh? Maybe, maybe yeah. This one's gonna fall off. Uh, <laughs> Look, man, I have there's <laughs> some there's some that are like through the roof, and there's others that it just kind of uh, you know. So it doesn't matter. It's all good, you know. It's we all just having talk. fun, man. I, I cherish this time, yes. and I, I appreciate the the opportunity, and, and I'm super humbled that you even asked me to uh, yeah. to join. So it's always a pleasure. Need to set up an EBU podcast. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, have different podcasts. Yeah. Interview, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a thought. So, Let's go. You know. We'll look at that. We'll talk about that at a different time. So anyway, I won't waste any more of your valuable time and. Tell Sam we said hello. Y'all have fun. Go binge watch some stuff. Go start Shit's Creek, man. Yes, I got to start Shit's Creek. I, yeah. I've got to do it. By the next time we talk, I will have seen no less than five episodes of Shit's Creek. Yeah, probably. Just start it. See what you think. I mean, hey, you might not even like it. Just start it, and then we'll have. I bet I will. We'll touch on it. So I'm, I'm even thinking about going to rewatching it again. So I liked it that much. But anyway, all right, y'all have a good one and uh, appreciate it. Thanks again. And, um, We'll talk soon, man. I'm sure very soon. So Sounds good, brother. All right, man. Thanks so much. Yep. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Manchester's Podcast. Make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere podcasts can be found. Also, make sure you're following on Instagram at Jason Manchester and at 